Forex Fridays, only on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon, folks. And we have come to the end of the month and a rather busy week in terms of Forex markets and central bank policy decisions. Of course, this will lead into a possibly even busier week next uh, in the start of November, especially with the Federal Reserve's much-awaited own policy decision. How might this actually shape the landscape for Forex markets across the region? And also taking note of those, com- of those slumping commodity prices and the commodity price volatility that might hit the Australian dollar will also take stock of how other currencies in the region actually fared in the month that was. And to help us recap October, as always, is Mr. Peter Chia, the senior FX strategist at UOB, who joins us on the line on Forex Fridays. Mr. Chia, thank you so much for joining us today. Glad to hear you and your loved ones are still good, safe and in good health during these times. And welcome back to the show, sir. Hope you're having a good afternoon. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, it's a good afternoon to you. All right. Peter, you know, as we said, it's going to be a busy week ahead in terms of central bank decisions. But first off, the last couple of days, especially Thursday, was rather busy. We had the Bank of Japan and the ECB all holding recent meetings, both central banks deciding to hold off on, hold on to their dry powder and perhaps hold off on making any big tweaks. What were some of your key takeaways now from both, especially as it pertains to their currencies and their approaches to rising inflation? Sure. I think, uh, I mean, both compared to the other central banks within the developed space, uh, both uh, central banks like the ECB and the Bank of Japan, their meeting is relatively non-event. So both central banks decided to hold policy unchanged this week. So let's start with the European Central Bank, which was last evening. Um, I think the general message they are putting through is that uh, inflation still continues to be transitory, that at least that's the view that they have. And this this afternoon, in fact, we just saw the latest print for the inflation in Eurozone, which is currently has accelerated to 4.2%, which mm-hmm. is the, the, the strongest print in almost a, a decade or so. About so, 13 years, I believe. Yes, correct. So, I mean, but, I mean, the official tone is that uh, this is eventually, it's high, but it will eventually come down somewhere next year. So, that's probably the reason why the currency, but particularly the euro, is, is fairly stable. It's still around 116 against the US, uh, even after the ECB meeting. Uh, as for the Bank of Japan, I think there's really nothing to look uh, that direction for the next couple of years. I mean, inflation in Japan has been very low. In fact, that's the only uh, uh, country in in within the G10 that is still having 0% inflation for the longest time. In fact, in the last meeting, which is uh, just yesterday, what they did was uh, they said that they even downgraded inflation outlook mm-hmm. uh, for this year from 0.6% to 0%. And uh, so they are probably the only one that is not joining this inflation bankwagon that is raging on at the, at, at the most part of the world. So as such, uh, what it means for the yen is that the yen will continue to be uh, very weak. In fact, the dollar yen is holding at uh, at a multi-year high of about one fourteen thereabouts in the in the coming in the last couple of weeks or so. Yeah. All right. So perhaps a sluggish uh, outlook for the Japanese yen. But of course, looking ahead, Peter, the big event next week for markets, not just in the FX space, also the Federal Reserve's own policy decision. Um, and many are expecting that Jerome Powell and friends will actually lay out the lay out a game plan for tapering some of those monthly bond purchases in an effort to withdraw that support. Mm-hmm. Is tapering or at least scheduling of it pretty much a done deal at the moment? And how is this shaping your view on the greenback as we near the end of the year? 
Yes, I think you are correct on saying that this is a done deal. I think there is nothing much to look out for in terms of papering. Uh, in the last meeting in September, they have pretty much uh, signal as clear as it gets uh, in terms of uh, what they are going to do in November, which is coming over, which is in, in next week. So what they are going to do is they are going to announce the start of papering. Operational-wise, be it whether they start in middle part of uh, November or middle part of December doesn't really matter. But this this process will will be announced next Thursday, and will take around say half a year or so. So they will start reducing the amount of uh, the bonds that they will buy uh, gradually over the next six to seven months or so. And so uh, the the bigger decision or the bigger speculation out there is not on tapering. That is pretty much a done deal, like what you said. The biggest speculation is what happens after tapering, or what happens after table finish mm-hmm. in the middle part of next year. So, uh, current consensus is looking at uh, the first rate hike by the US come end of next year. So, uh, but there's a lot of speculation that because of this red hot inflation in the US, the Fed may be forced to move this forward rather than delaying it. So. If it does, if it eventually does happen, that is going to be a very supportive factor for the dollar going forward. So, uh, just to be sure, yes, we are still positive on the dollar in the next one year or so. We're still looking for the dollar index to go towards higher levels. Currently, it's just under ninety four. We are looking for about ninety six in the coming year. Mm-hmm. We're still speaking to Peter Chia, Senior FX Strategist at UOB here on Forex Fridays. Now, Peter, one currency that's caught my attention and one we've discussed at length on more than one occasion is the Australian dollar. Now, the RBA is set to make their policy decision next week. But we have, when you talk about inflationary pressures, it doesn't get that much better, worse, that is, than out in Australia. Some seeing some of their biggest price pressures in the last six, six and a half years. Um, some think that the RBA might tighten policy in response to this, but not before November of next year. But we've seen that the Aussie, a number of uh, people making a bullish case for the Aussie has been mounting. Is it too a bit too early or premature, perhaps, to be calling for strength for the Aussie, given any action from the RBA might not happen until, say, uh, late, the latter part of next year? Right. So uh, I think the, the 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 interesting thing about the Aussie is uh, that the RBA has more or less uh, painted them pin pin themselves into the corner by saying hmm. that they are not expecting any rate hike uh, any earlier than 2024, 2023, the count time frame. So uh, I mean, but the fact remains that inflation has already the core inflation has already entered. Uh, to this band that they're looking at between 2 to 3%. So it's already rising, has already entered into what they, they are looking at. So uh, I think the, the market is probably uh, right to say that uh, this time frame that the RBA layout is a bit too, too, too far away and it should be a bit nearer considering the inflation has already moved. So uh, I think uh, the market and RBA will meet somewhere in the middle um, market expectation is a rate hike come 2022. Uh, maybe that will be too quick for the RBA to suddenly change tack. Uh, some, I, but I think there is still a lot of scope for the RBA to, to say maybe uh, move it towards the later part of 2022 or even 2023. So that is one of the factors that the market says or argues for higher Aussie. Uh, but of course, I think the other factor that uh, that that caused the Aussie to 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 have this 
fairly remarkable rally this month. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, we are on track for the best monthly rally uh, this year. Uh, right now, uh, since the start of um, uh, October, the Aussie is at 72. Right now, we are at 75 against the greenback. That is a 4% move. And this is going to be the biggest one-month rally, if any, if All right. we end at this level. So, but I think uh, another reason why the Aussie is a bit, perhaps a little bit strong is iron ore prices. And uh, it has more or less stabilized. In fact, in uh, across this one month, it has uh, rebounded about 20% from the lows in September. So that mm-hmm. was another factor yeah, that, that contributed to and of course, all eyes on these two particular currencies perhaps next week as these two central banks make very interesting policy decisions. Unfortunately, so much to talk about, but so little time. We'll have to wrap it up there. Peter Cha, Senior FX Strategist at EOB, thank you so much for taking some time out of your schedule to join us again on Monday FM 89.3 here on Forex Fridays to talk about your outlook for the FX space. As always, Peter, we value your insights and we wish you and your loved ones good health and safety during these uncertain times. And, and we look forward to next time you can join us on the show. Meanwhile, have a great weekend, sir. Then everyone have a good weekend. Thank you. Bye-bye. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.